war in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePetro Show. listening to the John DePietro show folks it's AM 1380 99.9 FM you can always listen online at the website depetro.com it is Monday it's May 9th hope you had a uh, lovely Mother's Day weekend folks it definitely needs to warm up a little bit and it was a windy different parts of our region uh, where it was non-stop rain uh, south of us the New York New Jersey area but at least we had uh, dry weather this portion of the program Folks, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Listen, make your property the best it can look. They have everything you need. Take a ride to Rhode Island's number one garden center, 3688 Quaker Lane, North Kingstown. They're open seven days a week. Annuals, perennials, trees, shrubs, hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch, moss baskets, hanging, impatience, selection of pansies, marigold bags, large selection, beautiful patio pots, Vegetable plants and herbs, topical mandevillas, hibiscus plants, plus screen loom, mulch are available. Pickup and delivery mulch, dark, piney, black, and hemlock, crushed stone. They're a full-scale nursery. Everything you need to make your home a showstopper. They also have gift certificates available. They're open seven days a week. Folks, family-run business. And plus, you get, you know, shop local. Support them. The quality is excellent. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3680 Quaker Lane, North Kingstown. Look for them again. They maintain a very good Facebook page. Well, it is Monday, and over the course of the weekend, um, without question, there's several things. But one thing is the Democrats have definitely decided. But the one thing that they want to use um, is the one thing about uh, Roe v. Wade is it allows them at least to feel like they're going on the offensive. You know, you go back to a week ago, and it was fear over the midterms, and you know, fear over which it should be high inflation, right? And Biden, uh, Biden uh, failing. And suddenly now, uh, and then not only that, but just everything, you know, people upset about the direction the country is going. And then suddenly, you know, you have the leak uh, last Monday night, and then they just feel like everything has changed. I, I don't know yet how much this is going to affect the vote going going forward simply because both sides seem so divided now over the course of the weekend activists were were very busy going to the home of the justices folks this is mob rule this is not supposed to be what the united states is all about and it is it is nonstop. now we hear there's a reporter reporter calls for violence against people who are pro-life they shouldn't have peace or safety until they're dead see that that's the democrat party whether they like it or not that's the democrat party and the fact that someone would even say something like that a reporter for rewire news group calls for more violence against pro-life americans over the weekend as she was celebrating reports of vandalism against the headquarters of a pro-life group in wisconsin so this woman caroline riley uh, she had deleted, and it was a report from the New York Times, more of this. May these people never know a moment of peace or safety till they rot in the ground. You know, that is, you know, th- this is who they are. This is mob violence. Um, the, the same element of they were going to the homes of some of the justices over the weekend in chaining out in front. This is, and, and that's why it was so disappointing, as I've talked about last week, when you had all the candidates for governor up, you know, on the dais at that at that uh, forum that they had, the RIPEC forum that I was at, and at no point uh, was it even mentioned the fact that that they had to put up the fencing around the Supreme Court, and the reason is it's it's certainly not because of of any Republicans. Um, it, that's because of the activists and the fact that there was violence but they they will ignore it they'll pretend it's not happening uh they want to um just go along but an anti-abortion group wisconsin hit by arson uh boy doesn't that sound familiar 
So this this is right in their wheelhouse. You know, this is now you also have. How about the fact it's against the law in Montgomery County to pick it at a person's home for an issue that's about their person's work. But that didn't stop them from going to the homes of some of the justices. So they were demonstrators that the just Judge uh, Brett Kavanaugh lives in Montgomery County. It's, it's against the law to do that. Why weren't these people arrested? Don't tell me we're going to go through this again, where, you know, one side can break the law and then everyone else is just supposed to go along with it. And everyone else, why, why should they get a free pass? I'm also looking at this BLM co-founder, the Black Lives Matter co-founder, Patrice Cullors, admitted she lied when she denied using the groups only for official business. Boy, I didn't see that one coming. No way. So she bought a $6 million mansion? Yeah, they're living in the mansions. They're using it just for business. But this, see, this is mob rule. It And two years ago, it did work two years ago right the protests the riots of 2020 we're going to burn down every building if if trump is elected we're going to destroy every city but the fact that they were outside chief justice john roberts home the fact that they were outside brett kavanaugh's home this is mob rule that's how they try to do it under intimidation that's what it comes down to um and and, and it doesn't matter nothing has been decided that was a leak this group ruth sent us is going to target conservative justices at their homes now they were also then threatening to start attacking people at catholic churches this is the democrat party that's who they are and it's all through mob rule when in doubt you know in the summer of 2020 they did intimidate people they intimidated people they did and they frightened people and all the violence and they destroyed downtown providence i don't care what anyone says it still has not recovered from all the destruction the protests the summer 2020 and what did it do they made it clear that if president trump was reelected, that they would basically destroy the entire nation and it worked and intimidated a lot of people and president trump was not reelected. and so in 2021 they took over the white house and look what's happened it's been a total disaster so now it is 2022 and things are not going their way so now it's back to the playbook of mob rule folks someone needs to stand up and speak out against this we're just not going in the right direction and you know what else is in just you know in in our state that and i come back to that that gubernatorial forum last week i'm not trying to make more of it than what it was but it was it was just such a lost opportunity you had five democrats on stage and then you had one republican challenger ashley kalis and it was just it could have been such a unique opportunity and the opportunity is gone they're not going to run to the forum like that but it was just such an opportunity that uh, she could have walked through here's where i'm different and i believe this and Rhode Island's overtaxed and you know we need to support the police and the, it's the Democrat party that talks about defunding the police it's um it that's all you can say about it is it's it's a shame it's too bad it was a nice opportunity it was a chance to demonstrate in front of everyone I think it would have boosted up the party it also you need to have clear lines of what's the difference between the Republican Party and the Democrat Party I believe uh, they want it blurry. They want it to make it seem as if, boy, everybody seems to be saying the same thing up there. And and clearly, they should not be saying the same thing up there. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Hey, your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them today, 401-392-1025, or go online, lawndoctor.com. It's so easy. Just type in your zip code. Boom, they'll get you a quick, easy quote make we make great lawns happen and a whole lot more lawn doctor of rhode island your lawn care company get on with their premium eight service program crabgrass control time release fertilizer professional blend of high calcium lime time release fertilizer time release fertilizer broadleaf grassy weed control 
grub pre prevention, early fall, fall, late fall, and don't forget about ticks and mosquitoes. Folks, it's Lawn Doctor. Call them today, 401-392-1025. But the easiest thing to do is just go online to their website. It's LawnDoctor.com. All right, much more ahead. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. It's time for our segment, Politics This Week. Joining me, he is the managing editor for AnchorRising.com. It is our friend Justin Katz. And Justin, uh, obviously, I want to uh, speak with you, break down um, the first gubernatorial forum, not a debate, forum. Uh, what drew the most attention to this was the fact that the week prior, Governor McGee had canceled and, uh, and then drew, you know, took heat, a lot of criticism, and then he reversed course and said that he would attend. He did attend. So on stage was the Republican challenger, Ashley Kalis, uh, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, and then also Secretary of State Nellie Gobea, Matt Brown, challenger Democrat, Helena Folks, uh, former CBS executive. And then that Dr. Luis Monez uh, was also on stage. I'd like to just start off uh, and get your thought that I, I'll just be very vocal. I was shocked. One hour on stage. Um, the whole reason Governor McKee basically initially uh, canceled was the the only thing that changed in the new development was this FBI probe. And what is your reaction? What does it say that in Rhode Island, a sitting governor who that contract with the ILO is is being you know scrutinized by the by the FBI, and he sits on stage for one hour, and and no, neither the moderator nor any of the other candidates even mention the word fbi yeah it kind of makes you wonder if there was uh some kind of a deal behind the scenes with it with does promoters yeah. right i mean the kind of thing where the governor threatens not to show up and the promoters say well you're a big part of our show here that's it was right back right and they well uh, as long as you don't mention the fbi probe and tell your other panelists not to do it as well you know something like that it seems like it might have might have been the case as i mean they they clearly, I mean, it was presented as a forum, not a debate. So you could see all the candidates being, eh, all right, this isn't a debate. We'll present it. I'll just try to make myself look good. We won't get into debate mode. But it does seem like an obvious, an obvious thing. I mean, it, it, in, in a way, it's very Rhode Island, right? We're just going to, let's just talk about policy as if you're, there's no investigations of your administration right now. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's a very Rhode Island way to go about it. Well, we'll yeah, that, that matters, but not for this purpose. We'll just ignore that. And so it is, it was a telling omission, I think. Well, especially because as someone was trying to defend and say, well, it was a business forum. So there was no you know point to mention that. Well, the, yeah, but the focus point is how that co company ILO got the contract. So it, it absolutely does fit into a business forum because 20 years ago, the mayor of Providence was on, on trial, Buddy Sancy, because it was a pay to play type of system. Uh, the reputation, you know, not that long ago, Tucker Carlson said on national television, Rhode Island, one of the most corrupt states. When you have that type of a cloud in the FBI, they are investigating how that company obtained a contract. Uh, that's a form of business. That's a business bidding on a contract. I I think it, it's as you say. It, I I don't. I believe it. There has to have had been a deal that was not announced to the public because otherwise, the the way we do business and the way that we project to the outside, that that really you know dictates how the business community whether it's going to thrive or fail. And the fact that that's not even addressed, it was to me just that it was mind blowing to me that that was not. And I'm not saying that he needed to be everyone's, you know, take a turn and punch him. But talk about the elephant in the room not even addressed. I, I was absolutely bewildered and, and just uh, I, I don't understand how something like that would be ignored. Yeah, I mean, if you're at a business forum and it's appropriate to talk about things like, I don't know, minimum wage or, or gas tax, it's certainly appropriate to talk about the the idea people have that you cannot do business in a state like Rhode Island unless you're connected. Right. That's a that's yes. a cost of doing business. There's not a business person in the state who's being honest who won't say that. And they're, they're, I've run into again and again in my work over the years 
companies that have to deal with this corruption and then they won't do some say something they won't get involved politically they won't do something because they know how corrupt it is that right. affects business businesses make these decisions every day they see that on top of everything else you know rhode island has progressives who are trying to tax people for not getting vaccinated and oh and the governor looks like he might be giving out deals to friends you know that that makes a, a big difference if you're deciding whether to locate in Rhode Island. I mean, during the Raimondo administration, it was all the talk was subsidizing businesses to move here. We got to poach them from other states. We've got to do this and that to attract businesses. That's because you have to overcome this hurdle that we've made it a not attractive place in a major way. It's not attractive apart from all the taxes and all that is this sense of insider cronyism, corruption, pay to play, all that stuff. It is business, but I could picture certainly the, the uh, organizers going to each of them and saying, look, you know, it's a business forum. Let's try to keep it focused on business, not on politics, you know, like investigations of the governor. So, it, you know, it's, it feels kind of phony, but again, that's, that's kind of what probably everybody in the room wanted was a phony, phony panel about. Well, not everybody <laughs> in, in, in the room. Now, no, except I you. Speaking of that, though, sitting right next to Governor McKee, happened to be seated next to him, was Ashley Kalis. And speaking of business, but, you know, it was obviously in the news the past two weeks, uh, especially last week, that her her company, you know, they lost the testing contract uh, that we had. And we've learned more about that. But who did it go to? It went to a McKee crony, a golfing buddy, a big donor to his campaign. Again, Justin, on this one, unless... She was warned and agreed, okay, I won't bring it up, but I, 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 was, I was at a loss that we're talking about business, growing business, the business climate, um, that, that's supposed to be the topic of the forum. And again, that was not even brought up. If anything, I, I think she had a, a missed opportunity. She could have said, you, you know, I'm sitting, I am living proof sitting in front of you right now on this Thursday of the business climate because I'm not a crony donator. Uh, donor campaign donor to to the governor uh, my you know firm lost the contract with no explanation I, again i i don't understand how that's not even brought up unless maybe you're right maybe the organizers it's so inside that they don't even realize the you know what a turn that turn off that is to people on the outside Maybe. And, and the, the surprising thing with Ashley Kalis is that's, I mean, that's kind of right up her, her line. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what happened to the fighter? And right in the middle of her narrative, right, right. Strong, the strong area of her narrative. Right. I mean, she came to the state, returned to the Rhode Island that she loved because of this business opportunity she set up and what happens, it looks like cronyism got in the way and disrupted her business opportunity in Rhode Island. And that's the, that's, so it's, it's exactly in her, her strong suit of, of talking points. And so I, I was surprised she didn't, she didn't make more uh, uh, come on stronger on a lot of this stuff. Now I want to go down the line, starting with governor McKee. How do you think he handled himself in the forum? Well, I think, I don't know. I, I think he, he does have an advantage of being incumbent. I mean, that has, yes. that come, you, you you can talk about your budget, you know, you can, and he, he seemed more comfortable than from the little I, I saw of it. He seemed more comfortable than, than you would have expected given p- poor polling and, and co- corruption charges. But, you know, it, it was a, it was a very, you know, comfortable c- crowd for him, I think. And perhaps with assurances that certain things wouldn't come up. I think you're right. I mean, and it, and it was uh, when we hit the halfway mark, I was like, okay, now he's like, he must be thinking, I can't believe I almost blew this off. <laughs> um, he, you know, he, he, he did at no point, if you would just, you know, came in from another planet and maybe some people did, but it just descended <laughs> there, you would have no, you would have no idea that, you know, he's been besearched by scandals, that he has the lower pool rating, he dropped 18 points, uh, you know, third least popular governor in the country. It was, it was really remarkable. It was almost like stepping out of, uh, of reality. Now, from what you saw or your observation um, on on Matt Brown, well, Matt Brown, I mean, he he comes across as a, I don't know, just a far left loon. You know, they're, yeah. if they're talking about taxes, he's talking about increasing taxes on rich people. I mean, just and you see this with his lieutenant governor in other in other settings as well. They, they've got their progressive message; they're going to hammer it at every opportunity, and it, you get the impression it's almost it's more of an activist thing than a real campaign for governor you know it's almost like he doesn't expect to win but he wants to be able to infuse these sorts of events with his ideology and i i I mean that's the general impression probably you know with think tank 
funders from national progressive groups or something like that. I agree. And, and not only that, he came out with that video that said, you know, the state is corrupt. It needs to be changed. We're not just we're coming here to take the whole blanking state house and then gets up on the stage. And again, to me, that I don't understand why. To me, he seemed very unfocused. He was all over the place. Uh, it didn't seem like he prepared. But I would just think now is your chance to really cultivate that message. And here's, you know, the guy. And by the way, everything Matt Brown said in that kickoff video, uh, Governor McKee has proven to be, you know, correct with all the scandals. And and instead he punts it and just gets into these long dissertations, wants to make sure everyone knows that he slept out at the state house. Um, <laughs> we're going to take, folks, a short break. Much more ahead. Politics this week with Justin Katz right here on the John DePietro Show. J. Perry Paving. Folks, you can depend on J. Perry Paving. They provide high quality fair pricing exceptional service over 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving residential paving seal coating patios and much more call them today for a free quote 401-732-1730 j perry paving they are tremendous they also how about this once a month they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran and remember whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed Call J. Perry Paving for a free quote. It makes a huge difference in your property, in your home, in your driveway or patio. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. They're terrific. Hey, get that driveway paved. Call and book an appointment now. 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Our segment is Politics This Week. With me is Justin Katz, Managing Editor at AnchorRising.com. Justin, I want to stay with this gubernatorial forum. Um, what, From what you were able to see, what did you think of CVS executive Helena Folks? Before you answer, I want to just set it up for people. She has the most money in the race. Um, she, you know, if anything, people have been waiting for her to do something. And she certainly had a slow start, but... Nellie Gorbea has started to pay attention to her. Governor McKee needs to pay attention to her. Um, but just when what you saw, your general impressions of Helena folks. Well, she she seems she should be. She, I mean, CVS executive, all that. She should be. This should be her home turf. She should be very strong in a business forum. And I just I think there it goes to Matt Brown too. I think a lot of them are just sort of beholden to this ideology, which it's almost like they're prevented from, for different reasons from saying the things they really believe. So in Matt Brown, you know, you think he's going to come in and I'm going to kick your teeth in, you know, but he's actually an insider, just like all of them, very high income kind of guy, you know, uh, nice house. So he, he, that's his group. He's there to offer his ideas. She comes in, she's got a kowtow to that kind of more progressive idea. So, so for example, to fight inflation, she wants to give everybody 500 bucks. I mean, it's just, if you know anything about economics, it's just a stupid thing to say. It's, it's sort of the worst inflationary policy you can possibly think of. And there she is advocating it, the supposed businesswoman. So it's, I, I think a lot of them are they're trying to feel out politics. And, and we, we often, people often say we don't want, you know, politicians, the same old politicians, but there's, there's something to people who know how to do politics. You don't get these people who are supposed to be the, the business types who come in and then offer ludicrous policy suggestions because they're afraid to, to do anything. Her education policy was much the same way. And so, you know, I, I think one of the reasons McKee seemed strong and I, I saw your tweets throughout, you know, <laughs> as you said, I can't believe you almost skipped this. Um, yes. It's because there's nobody who, who knows how to play the game, nobody who's laid the foundation to play the game, uh, and those who have, say, Gorbea, they're not, she, I don't think she really has policy ideas. I think she just wants to have a public office. And so she's got no, in that sense, integrity. And so I, it's just, I, I think she, folks was just like, in her own way, <laughs> was, was disappointingly beige, if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. And on top of that, let me add to, Helena, folks, she did bring up the whole $500, but what she fails to mention, and, and then I get it that because, you know, they're kind of all drinking from the from the same pool, so to speak, or whatever the expression is. But but she doesn't bring up the fact that Governor McKee gave out the $3,000 bonuses. And then 
you know, gave out the even That's the money, point. the retention bonuses to to judges, which is ludicrous, right? Judges lifetime tenure on the bench, but they need a retention bonus. Um, you know what, Justin Katz, I, I kind of realized or I'm starting to think that because of technology, because of our ability to watch these candidates in other states, I don't think it's good for the Rhode Island politicians because I think it highlights what a weak bench and lineup <laughs> that we have. When you see, you know, uh, Newsmax the other day had the, and that was just the Republican primary for the gubernatorial, uh, excuse me, the Senate candidates in, in Pennsylvania. And that's what Dr. Oz, I think there's like six of them. But when you see that, when you, you saw, you know, the Glenn Youngkin, Terry McAuliffe uh, debates for, for governor. I, I think our ability, because of technology and social media, to, to really, you know, kind of you can plop down and see some though the Ohio debates with that, you know, Senate primary with J.D. Vance. You, you get to, you know, a front row seat to see how some of the, the, the people in these other states. And then when they flash back and there you have our candidates up on a stage, it it's it's like watching high school football compared to the New England <laughs> Patriots. It just to me. The ability to technology see other states and what, you know, who's challenging and Ron DeSantis and some of this stuff, it, it it's not good for our locals because to me they look like real local yokels. I'll say this about Helena, folks. I mean, she's definitely getting better, and she had the biggest entourage. Um, I like to go, you know, her tables was basically her staff. Um, it's former Ramundo people. They're definitely comfortable. She's getting better. Um, it was one of those forums, and we still have a couple more to touch on, but that everyone, I think, came out thinking they did well. Um, but H Helena, folks, I, I think it's still interesting, and it shouldn't be lost on people. She's not up on TV, and that tells me, you know, with the Ramundo people around her, she's going to pour a lot of money into the ground game, that they realize. Um, and, and we might as well jump to Ashley Kalis. Ashley Kalis, you know, she was standing there. Um, I saw her before the debate. She was with the, some people from the Rhode Island Republican Party. Um, for some reason, she thought like, well, this is I'm in for a beating. You know, boy, it's going to be five against one. Justin, that surprised me because if anything, they ignored her. She was invisible. Um, she passed on some questions. I, and I'm trying to be supportive. Um, did she get up on stage? She was able to get up and get off and didn't embarrass herself, but she came off to me as woefully ill prepared, which someone who just, you know, moved to the state last May would be. But what threw me was, was that she initially thought she was going to be on the defensive. And the problem is instead of being on the offensive, you're prepared to be on the defensive because they, they ignored her. They, they didn't acknowledge her. No one even took a remote shot. Um, to me, her whole strategy going in was ill-suited because she thought she needed to be on the defensive, but it was it was quite the opposite. She needed to be on the offensive. Yeah, I think that's a. I mean, you you referenced some Republicans nationwide. I think that's that's a lesson a lot of people have had trouble learning from from Donald Trump. I mean, you don't have to like him, but he fought. He stood up. He took strong stances, and other. Other politicians like Youngkin have have learned from that. They don't necessarily yes. imitate him, but they learn to stand up and fight. And DeSantis in Florida is the biggest one, biggest example there is. So you, you do expect them to come out fighting. And I wonder, I wonder if that's. I mean, you and I have kind of front row seat for this experience, but the something has clicked in the last 10, 15 years where the news media, the inside politicians, the Democrats, they've decided that they can just ignore you. <laughs> that's yeah. that's kind of, they can, if they don't like you, they don't like your, your stances, they don't like whatever, they just ignore you. They just, they don't even, they've stopped believing in the idea that you get a seat at the table because you're a representative of, of some proportion of the population or, or because you've, you've had some, some success growing an audience. They just ignore you. And that's, I think that's, that's the advice she didn't get. And you, this is, you know, the advice should have been, this is business people. This is your crowd. You need to be noticed. Yeah. Uh, pre prepare enough, as you say, so you don't embarrass yourself, but you know, you got to take some risks, especially uh, you, know, you reference the videos of her boxing, you know, right. That's, you know, you, if you're a boxer, you, you, sometimes you got to take some risks that you're going to get hit. And uh, that, that's not something you can afford to be, be shy about, especially, 
having waited so long to sort of unveil her campaign, she's got a lot of a lot of catching up to do, making herself visible. Uh, and so as, and there, there's some low hanging fruit like the tax question, which is obviously an area of focus of, of mine over the years. You know, she just didn't seem to oh, I don't really have an answer. You know, it's just no, you, you can't do that. <laughs> if you're, yeah. you're, you're a Republican businesswoman at a business forum right. and with some of the worst tax structures in the country. Terrible. You answer to that. That's not a hard one. That's not like, no. what do you think of the law enforcement officer's bill of rights? I mean, that's one you could kind of go, you know what? That's a detailed thing. I got to look into taxes. No, that's, that's easy. She ought to have had an answer for that and could have been much more aggressive as we already said with, with McKee, but I think she's getting advice to play it safe, which is just, uh, not something you can do in this no. market. They'll just ignore you. That's all. That's what they'll do. Yeah. And not only that, Justin, but and again, folks, our segment is politics this week with me is Justin Katz. We need to get our acorizing.com. It was, you know, you have six people on a stage. And so what are you going to say that's going to be different? If, if I, again, had just plopped down, I would think she was one of the Democrat candidates. You can't pass on that. That's a chance. You know, the police thing of like one thing I know is. We need to support law enforcement, and the fact that they didn't get the support they they need, I you know, I would change um, the the fact that the current governor's under state police investigation is is certainly a problem. Um, a, another thing that really stuck out at me was when they went down, you know, the 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 line of who are you supporting for mayor of Providence. She just said, I, "I'm also not going to weigh in." The number one. That tells me that she may not even know who's running for mayor of Providence, but it was a missed opportunity to say, you know, I support the candidate that wants to clean up the city. You know, when I moved to Providence, I was here 10 years ago, whatever it was, you know, it seemed better. It seemed on the rise. I know there's an ATV problem. Uh, the taxes are, pro are high in Providence. It's not safe. How many people in this room used to have their business there now? You know, what would be the re reaction of your employees if you said you were moving downtown? They'd probably be horrified. So I support the candidate that wants to, you know, turn around the schools and make the city safe again. At least it'd be something. Um, and, and you're exactly right. You know, the commercial, if you want to show a mess, a commercial that you're literally in a boxing ring, you, you got to like, it's got to match up. Um, yeah. the, the Republican Party, to me, that were there, they was on it's it's. I, I hate to even say it, but it's like superficial. Like, doesn't she look nice on the stage? And, you know, it's it's as if someone who presents himself um, like that's enough for the win. And and then even at a back and forth, right, the, the chairwoman of the Republican Party said, well, you know, she's an education candidate. Hey, listen, right now, you have to be the candidate that stands out because people are looking for it. I think they are. They're looking for change. Um as I had said, and we'll just finish, finish on Nelly Gobea, I felt, Justin, that Governor McKee was literally laughing to himself when he left that because not one glove was laid on him. I am not saying that you cause a scene, make it uncomfortable, but I believe your challenge would be there's six people on a stage. What can I say that I'm going to stand out from the rest of them? But um, she seemed to more than play it safe. And just her feeling, whatever, if if she was told they're going to attack you, they're going to come after you, that was very, very poor advice. And then it it showed. And then I'll just share with you, finally, Nellie Gorbea, Secretary of State. You know, Justin, I, she, Dan McGowan wrote he thought she did very well. I, I just don't get it with her. Um, I, I thought. I, I just don't I don't get it. <laughs> I think she said a lot of everyone. Well, everyone in this room knows me. I mean, I don't think they do. I think she's had a very low profile, you know, eight years as secretary of state. She doesn't strike me as someone that steps up and is commanding the room. And she threw a couple of jabs at Governor McKee. But I, I don't see her as a, I don't see her as a strong candidate. No, no. It, it's again, it's almost by default. And I, you know, I think as you were yeah. talking, it occurred to me, your, your high school football references is, is really apropos. I mean, the, a lot of all of them in their own way, I think they go up on these things and it's, it's as if they're going for a grade from a teacher. Right. And so you, you play it safe. You want to make sure you get all the answers in, you look nice and, and all that when really it's more it's you know it's it, this is grown-up life it's more like an audition where you've got to stand out they've got to, yeah. they've got the people have to remember you 
for some reason. And that's another Trump lesson. Uh, although, you know, the big complaint about him was he he was remembered for negative things. And you don't have to necessarily go that far, but you do have to be visible. And so especially on Ashley Kalis, well, for all of them, I mean, McKee is the incumbent. Your goal as a non-incumbent is to be the other person everybody pays attention to in a room, even though you're not the incumbent. That's the goal. And uh, you, you can do that in bad ways and good ways, but none of them really did it. And Garbea, you know, I, I don't know necessarily really what she stands for. You know, she's she you know, she's it's like she took the progressive line and backed it off just a little bit. Like her advisor said, all right, right. you got Brown and Munoz. They're far, far left. Uh, you've got Kalis and folks who are you know, businesswomen. So they're probably a little more conservative. And then you've got the governor who is, you know, the, the incumbent. So you need to speak position yourself between brown and folks and you know it's it's kind of there's there's just so there's the you know the beigeness they're just bland and i, I they, they just don't stand out and that kind of a line everybody here knows me um that, that's something you say when you're about to tell people something they don't know you know you're, you're right. setting them up to say you think you know me but i'm really this i mean but right so i, I think it's it just the the performances are, are poor, pretty or, and in contrast to other places, and I, you know, some of it, I don't know how far afield we want to go, but some of it, I think, comes down to, well, for the Republicans, it's just the institutional uh, bias against them, uh, the, the, uh, the systemic different difficulty of being a Republican in a state and getting any traction. But I think the news media, too, there's just the, the sort of the, the whole insider thing, and including the business community and RIPAC, they're all kind of in, insider groups, and, and they're all friendly. And so I think that's part of what you know, it's they're, they're sort of you get this arist arist aristocracy impression. You know, they're all just there having their forum. It's not really an attempt to tell the people who's going to best represent them. And I, no. I think that that really kind of filters down to all of the candidates in their own in their own way. How in what way is this candidate disappointing? And I think Gorbea is one where, you know, I, it's just she's her tenure as secretary of state has not been stellar i mean as you wrote in an op-ed today i think uh she, she reduced transparency we've got uh people caught for fraud but they were caught by other states i mean those are kind of things where you know she, that's kind of right in her wheelhouse and she ought to be strong on those but she's not because she's kind of beholden to the insiders and, and their progressive politics folks we're going to take a short break much more ahead politics this week with justin katz being that you get her to anchorising.com right here on the john DePietro show a problem with your heating system call re coogan heating today 401 732 6562 24-hour emergency service gas boiler oil burner coogan heating 401 732 6562 they're helpful trustworthy reliable explore their services look for them on facebook and the website is recooganheating.com residential services as coogie says let us into your home don't fix it alone. Plumbing, heating, and cooling from winter to summer. Trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls, maintenance agreements, installation, RE Coogan Heating. Proud to help residential customers, and they pride themselves making customer service and satisfaction a top priority. Call them today. Now it's cold. It's going to remain cold. Call Coogan Heating today, 401 732-6562. It's Coogie. It's 24-hour emergency service. Hey, not long ago, our hot water tank gave out. What did I do? Did I panic? Did I try to fix it? I called Coogan Heating, 401-732-6562. Look for them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com. Our segment is Politics This Week. With me is Justin Katz, managing editor at anchorising.com. Justin, I just want to finish off on that gubernatorial debate forum that RIPEC had that I, I got to be honest, when I left, I almost kind of felt like I just wasted uh, time by going. But as far as Ashley Kalis, it, that she, an advantage that she has, and by the way, I don't think there's going to be another forum like that. I think that was a one time. I don't, you know, from here on in, uh, I don't think she's going to get a chance to be on stage with, with the big group of them. I think where it was a really uh, missed opportunity is the, the thing that, that I saw is, other than maybe Matt Brown and that moment, is the, folks, Gorbea, McKee, they're all pretty much the same. It's like they're just like maybe a little bit different. You know, it's kind of like when there's like 
different types of chocolate ice cream, but they're all basically chocolate <laughs> ice cream. Um, where she really had an opportunity was her policies should be much different than than the people on stage. And and again, you start the you start off by saying, well, once again, I I feel like I'm alone here, but I feel we're overtaxed in the state. I feel there should be more transparency. I feel that, you know, people coming in from out of state should have the same shot at a contract as someone that's in state. Um, you, you have you're, you're the Republican that's on the stage. You have a, a golden opportunity to, you know, you're it's like a before and after type photo. Right. They're all pretty much the same. You're very different from that. But when you pass on questions, say I need to study this more. Or then just given the bad advice that they're all going to be attacking you up there, um, it was it was a real blown opportunity. I don't know what's going to happen uh, with her candidacy, and in you know if if the candidate can't know everything, um, if if the candidate's not up to speed, you need people around you that are really up to speed. I'll say this: Glenn Youngkin, the governor of Virginia, he ran a perfect race against Terry McAuliffe. That's what it took to beat McAuliffe, which now pivots into what I want to move into. McAuliffe, he tried to make abortion his core issue. Uh, Glenn Youngkin stayed, you know, with education and then it was parents and critical race theory. Justin, it's it's hard to ignore what happened not only last week with the leak, but the way the press covered it. They immediately went after Alan Fung, the way that um, – you know, the it just seems that what the leak did was, and you saw it, by the way, the other the other day at the forum, where they the the, the moderator Stefano, not only she she asked about Roe v. Wade, she didn't even mention the fact that that morning they had to put the fences up around the Supreme <laughs> Court, and that's not for Trump people or Republicans. That's for so much for democracies under attack and everything else and insurrection talk, but. <laughs> Um, it, what to me, what this issue has done, which is dangerous, is it puts the the Democrats seemingly on the offensive instead of trying to defend, you know, Biden's low approval rating, high cost of things, high price of uh, gas, inflation. Uh, they seem out of step with the public. It, it just seems it's like a nice marriage between the media and the Democrat Party. <laughs> yeah, certainly. And, you know, but I'm starting to wonder if some of the some of the attitude is changing on this issue. I mean, some of these cultural issues, you, as soon as the leak came out, you started to see conservatives in Rhode Island and elsewhere. Uh Oh, you know, this is, this is just divisive culture war stuff. Be careful. And I, right. I'm starting to wonder if that's quite true anymore. I mean, the forum was a good, good, good example. I mean, if, if I'm advising Kalis and they say, Oh, they'll, they'll all be coming after you because uh, you're the Republican. I'm, advising my candidate that's good <laughs> that's good that means they're looking right. at you that means you you have an opportunity to fight back to be the one who says something different and unique and helpful and captures a whole audience especially because she's not she doesn't have to impress progressives like the others do for the primary she well, can go straight to the general but i think um but, but, but I think it's got to be yeah. accurate right and no no it, certainly it, but you it, can have you can have canned answers they, her, they ignored her yeah so no but, but you want a different game plan Right. But but if you if you go on the attitude like, OK, good, I'm, I'm looking forward to being attacked, you prepare differently and you probably have those answers or at least you have good ducks and dodges so that you can you can shift the conversation back to your own strong point where you are well informed about the issues. And I think some of that comes to, to Fung's ex response on the abortion, saying I'm not going to Congress to change abortion laws, et cetera. You know, I, I don't know what his beliefs are, actually, and I, I'm sure they're not as strongly pro-life as mine, but maybe they are. But, you know, he could... He could have an answer. I think Republicans in general and conservatives, they're, they're hiding from this too much. I mean, the, the Democrats, in my view, are way out on a limb here. As you mentioned, nationally, you know, they're, they're going to justices' houses in mobs. They're mobbing churches. That's right. uh, you know, that's, that does not look good. So this, that's a big opportunity to say, yeah, you know, I, the, the abortion is a complicated issue, but these people are crazy. I mean, that's what, that's what the left does to us all the that's time. Right. So we, we need to start pushing back on that. So you, you've, you've got that. And then locally, it's just such a ludicrous, I, I actually got on Twitter a little back and forth with the official account twitter account of the nail communications which is a, a reasonably sized uh communications firm in rhode island oh yeah uh, and and it, you know oh our employees are some of our employees are women and and they're good the supreme court just took away their rights what, what are you 
talking about? It's just so yeah. far. First of all, you're in Rhode Island. All right. So you're, you're far away from Mississippi right. or Texas. Or, and second of all, the court did not do that. You know, and for a communications firm, it struck me as if you can't think at this level of subtlety, I don't know how you do your jobs. But, you know, I can't be the only one observing how ludicrous this all is. You know, just they're showing up and protesting. It looks like an excuse. Many people noticed, hey, look, they had the barricades ready to go and the, the people with the signs ready to show up at the Supreme Court. You know, that it just looks phony. And you can you can take that and make it an advantage. So I think conservatives and Republicans really have to start considering and never mind that the polling has been moving in a pro-life direction especially the better better and better sonogram technology gets and you can really see what abortion is and what it does i mean that's this ought to be a strong suit for republicans and i i don't know why they they still cower from it but maybe it's the mainstream media but that that's good, losing power too good point and not only that but just to I mean, if you want if people want to call it a protest that was at the state house it, it seemed to me it seemed like the democrat midterm kickoff rally um no one in the media even said to go across south magazine there's there and so forth that that basically because of rhode island law even if that were true and it was just a leak but none of it would change uh no one even brings that up instead they act and even you know lieutenant governor matos had a piece on mother's day in the journal talked about that and they they don't even acknowledge the fact that as we know you know that was Ramundo's project in January and February 2019, they codified it into Rhode Island law. And, and now, you know, but the battle's not won because Governor McKee needs to make it free for everybody. It, it's always a fight. It's always a battle. It's, you know, if there's something going on in Louisiana or Mississippi, they make it seem like it's going on here. If there's a, you know, a white supremacy attack in pick somewhere uh they make make it known that this could be happening right around the corner down the street um folks again it is um our segment is politics this week he is the managing editor at anchorising.com and it's justin Katz. justin great job as always and we will talk to you again thank you john propane plus for heating and cooling call propane plus today in massachusetts 508-252-3359 in rhode island Propane Plus number 401-885-4209. It's the Johnson family. It's Propane Plus, the leading full-service provider of propane to Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Not only can they install your tank and schedule propane deliveries, but they can service your entire heating, cooling system, and install any propane or natural gas appliances. Locations in East Greenwich and also in Rehoboth. Remember, Propane Plus is energy for everyone. It's affordable sustainable equitable good for the environment and also now it's renewable online at propaneplus.com propane plus heating and cooling in massachusetts call the rehoboth office 508-252-3359 and in rhode island 401-885-4209 you can depend on propane plus portion of the program brought to you by the coesed inn Check them out on the website, depetro.com, the Coesed Inn or Rhode Island tradition since 1977, located 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge, whether a nice dinner or even just appetizers. There's always a great crowd. You can link directly to them, and gift certificates are available, the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm remember you can always listen online at our website dipetro.com folks visit the website on the website you'll see all our links to social media whether it's facebook or youtube instagram even tiktok plus you if you want to reach me that's the best way to do it we have unique original stories videos content log on right at the website dipetro.com to check out our website dipetro.com dipetro.com which is sponsored by and brought to you by the Senadale revival comfort food and cocktails located 2025 smith street in north providence shane and his crew what a wonderful job they've done winner of several rhode island best of awards best of rhode island awards the Senadale revival delicious food cocktails a lot of fun stop it and see them 2025 smith street in north providence best lawn ever guaranteed 
contact Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island today. Now, you can call them, 401-392-1025. Get a quick, easy quote. The best thing to do, Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island. They have a great website. It's easy, lawndoctor.com, lawndoctor.com. Then just put in your zip code, get a quick, easy a quote. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Take Get part of their premium eight service program. Early spring, spring lime, late spring, summer, grub prevention, early fall, fall, late fall. Lawn Doctor, online at lawndoctor.com. To the John DePietro Show, it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, depietro.com. Remember, weekdays. 11 to 2 but visit the website depetro.com that's the best way to reach me there's a direct link contact john we also have all our sponsors right there we have unique original reporting stories videos also all our links to social media whether it's facebook when we do facebook live or youtube or twitter it's all right there at the website depetro.com and then remember once you're there you can also visit the shop we have great gifts that you can get. It's a happening. All links to the show. Plus, if you ever miss any part of the show, it's all right there under radio show right there. Folks, it all starts by logging on at depetro.com. And on the left-hand side, you can always listen live. Again, all our links, everything begins and ends right there at the website depetro.com. Remain healthy. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can also look for her on Facebook, but call her 401 305 3585. You know the building. It's that historic white church diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. It's my health. What do you find inside? Well, first of all, great service, great selection, vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies, local products like ICE, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices, plus hemp and CBD products, natural skin care. It's my health. Poppin' and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. There's things for your pets. There's things for your children. There's things for your health. Stay healthy at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Again, call Marie, 401 305 3585 diagonally across from davenport restaurant j perry paving folks you can depend on j perry paving they provide high quality fair pricing exceptional service over 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving residential paving seal coating patios and much more call them today for a free quote 401-732-1730 j perry paving they are tremendous they also how about this once a month they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran and remember whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed call j perry paving for a free quote it makes a huge difference in your property in your home in your driveway or patio 401-732-1730 j perry paving 401-732-1730 you can also find them on facebook they're terrific hey get that driveway paved Call and book an appointment now, 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. 